Welcome back to Road Stories. Uh, I'm your host, Murray Valeriano. Um, who was on here last? Sean Ma- Moss left Tums here, I'm noticing. He left Tums here. That's the kind of rock, rocking, rolling type of party is going on <laughs> yes, here. That's right. And just another, another great <laughs> podcast intro. Everybody always... What episode is this? What, what episode are we doing now? Which one is this? Well, I think that's a statement about comedians one. are like today. Like if this was in the eighties, like, well, let's brush off this coke from the table because we were here last week. Now it's like there's an acid tablets and someone left their gym membership card. <laughs> yeah, what kind of Irishman is he that he needs tums? Like, I don't know, but he told some fucking crazy drug stories, man. Who was awesome. yeah? He, he should have an iron that. stomach. Every yeah, yeah. Irish guy I know. It never uses Tums. We all have bad teeth, but like our stomachs, I could eat like a rock and it doesn't bother me. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. That's that hasn't the, changed, huh? No, no. I can eat anything, but it's just not good for my, your teeth. You know what I mean? What, could up, you eat five chili dogs for five dollars? <laughs> oh, at, uh, I, could, I could figure it out, yeah. If there, if <laughs> I there know where we're going after this, I could man. eat three easily. <laughs> I'm sure I could eat five. I wouldn't feel too good. But though. I don't even know what that, like, I don't know what, what Tums, like, I've never had like a stomach ache in my life. I've never... Like I think that's like the yeah. least Heart impressive burn. bit of bragging yeah. ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, everybody who comes on Road Stories goes home with something, and you get the roll of tums. Paul, see, Marcy. I don't even know I'd use them. That that's the you whole thing. You put them in your rectum, and it <laughs> makes you digest way better. Yeah, I would, have you ever seen Train Spotting? The first part of Train Spotting. <laughs> that's what it's like. I would like. trade it for another superpower, Mo. I mean, it's not like I'm bragging about it. I would trade up. I would be lactose intolerant. For you know, just to that's be taller. Actually, that's actually the Jewish superpower. Well, I know that's. I wasn't gonna bring out the the. Jews have the superpower. We can be allergic to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where all allergies come from? All the allergies Jews. come from the Jews. Juice the, the Jews. Jews. I think the Jewish mothers. That's where they come from. I don't know if you guys actually have them, but you're just. Every Jewish baby is born with a, with a set of allergies. They can then trade like little baseball cards at school. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some introductions so uh, my listeners know who the fuck is bagging on the Jews. Uh, making his second appearance on here. Um, you know him from uh, 4 or 5 uh, Ferguson? Sets. Yeah, if you're up at 2 in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, great Paul Morrissey. Thanks hey. for coming back, buddy. Hey, thanks so much Glad for having you. me. Uh, sitting next to him, um, we worked together at the Irvine Improv many years ago. Uh, Chelsea Lately, uh, Comedy Central special, I believe, if, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Was, yeah. And some great, uh, great TV shows that have come and gone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mo Mandel, thanks for coming, man. Thank you. I've I feel been, like uh, I should clap or something. You can clap. You can clap. I feel like I should cry. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be more. There'll be more. There'll be more coming um, to go. Been wanting you on for a while. I'm glad you. I'm glad you finally made it. Yeah. No. Thank you for having me, man. It's uh, it's it's real. Thrill. Okay, good. <laughs> and really the guy who needs no introduction. No, I need an introduction. <laughs> I was hoping you didn't because I forgot to look up your credits. That's all right. Uh, I know them. I'm, can I, I'm can I listen to them off? Yeah, Mo can. Uh, he's com- Comedy Central half hour special. Right. And you got to do yours back in the day when there was like, you could pick your own background. Yeah. And I was the first year after like waiting, 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 you know, thinking what will my background be? What will my yeah, background yeah. be? And they're like, hey guys. 
No backgrounds this year. Really? <laughs> yeah, All the it same. sucked. It was just like our name with like a crappy green screen, and I was like, I had like a whole theme of a carnival or. Like, oh yeah, you know, what is your background theme? It's just my name because no, they, but what would it have been if you I want? Yeah, it's funny. I, wa- I was like, I want to do like a really warped, like post-apocalyptic circus tent, <laughs> and then I watched after you know it came and gone, and I you know I had to do my little normal background. Then I ended up seeing like Louis C.K.'s first one, yeah, and that was the, the exact same theme he picked. Oh really? And I'm like, wow, I'm even a hack in some sort of like <laughs> other universe in where back, I in see, backgrounds I'm a yeah, hack. I'm even in a ha- backgrounds I'm a hack. <laughs> what was your background theme, and did you? We pick were, it? we were trying to do like a uh, like a Chuck Jones like Roadrunner sort of a, a oh, yeah, frantic yeah. A background but it, it turned out to be just like it looked like Southwest it kind of looked like New Mexico <laughs> yeah. there, was, there was like a you know a cartoon cactus on there and uh, I don't know I'm sure some people were puzzled I'm sure like what's this guy in the suit at the, uh, in front of the why you he, know why is he sweating a lot in the desert a, it seems like a, he's on a mesa why is that guy doing that he's not talking about Arizona or nothing like that where, uh, where did you get your start I got my start in L.A. Oh, oh, really? Pretty much, yeah. I came out here after college. And yeah. God, it's been so long. Jesus Christ. How long? Where'd you go to college? Southern Illinois University. The Salukis. Uh, Jesus Christ. The Salukis? Did anyone get my... They didn't even get my name. Bill Dwyer, everybody. Oh, Bill Dwyer. I thought you said it. Bill Dwyer. Did I say it? Bill with one L. I usually, I usually do, but thanks, Mo. I like Mo's intro. I got, I got enthralled. Yeah, it was good. I was but I like how, I like how Mo uh, uh, turned his intro into something about Mo. Yeah, I can't wait till uh, you guys. Touche. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even realize that. That was amazing. I was being selfless and selfish all at the same time. MoMandel.com's Bill Dwyer is here. <laughs> oh, and that's right. You did. Uh, you you hosted BattleBots. Yeah, you hosted BattleBots, yeah. which I always called uh, cockfights for nerds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, yeah. BattleBots. That was the one on Comedy Central. Yeah, because remember there was that one, and then there was Robotica. They yeah, tried or like Robot rip- Wars. Or oh, something where was like Robot that? Wars yeah. on? That wasn't like TLC or something. Like that. Oh, okay. They weren't. Uh, they didn't have uh, any touches of humor at all, which you really kind of needed with that show. Yeah, so that a lot, a lot of comics were on that show. Arge, Barker, Arge, the, the Sklars. Arch Tony Barker Ron. has the most ridiculous background in his Comedy Central. It's just a <laughs> giant picture of a cat's face. Right, yeah. And the whole time we're like, why yeah. is this here? And then he has like one kind of like whatever joke about it. And you're like, that was the whole reason for the cat? That joke? <laughs> but that joke kills. <laughs> that is the best giant cat head joke going around on late night Comedy Central reruns. So you get out of Southern Illinois. Yeah. School. You come out here to do stand up? Well, I don't know if you I, know. I wanted to, I wanted to, whatever actor, I wanted yeah, yeah. to do something in show business. But I knew I was going to be a tour guide. I knew I wanted to be a tour guide at Universal right. Studios. Mm-hmm. That was my, that was my first rung in the showbiz ladder. Really, love that. You did that? Yeah, you that's kidding? hard to get into, isn't it? Nah, you know. Oh, really? Did you do it, Paul? No, but I thought I, I knew your first big break. I thought I knew what got you out here. What? Was it at Ski School too? No, no, that was after. I'd been oh. out here for a while. Yeah. Okay. I haven't had a I haven't had a kid by then. By oh, ski okay. school too. Ski school yeah. too. Yeah. Why'd yeah. you leave that out of his credits, Mo? Come on. Because <laughs> I, like everyone else listening, has not heard of Ski <laughs> School uh, One, let uh, alone two. You didn't watch HBO during the day in the 90s? <laughs> it's on Netflix now. Yeah. You can, you can Wait, watch is Ski it on School Netflix. the one where it's just like it's a picture of a girl's like 
boobs in a bikini, and then back, behind her, there's like snow, and it's like things are about to get hot and cold, or something like that. It has like some really uh, cheesy. There's another ski movie that uh, that was like bigger than Ski School. Hot dog, right? K two. Hot dog, the movie. K two. Right. K two wasn't really didn't have any tits in it. I don't oh, think. it didn't. K two is one of the sexiest films out there. <laughs> is that Clint Eastwood? Is Wait, what am I thinking dead? of? <laughs> no, oh better, yeah, yeah, no. better off dead. Yeah, yeah. Junkies. That's, that's not a ski movie. That's not a ski I feel movie like though. It's a ski movie. I've actually, People it's so funny, I swear to God, in the last year, I have pitched an idea for the, like, Always Sunny in Philadelphia mm. ski movie TV show. I pitched it to FX, Comedy mm. Central, and some other place, and, like, they all passed, but I feel like it's, like, such a funny idea, right? And I, I mean, like, if you take those old ski movies, like Hot Dog, that shit was yeah, hilarious, yeah. and if you put, like, you know, just... Why can't there be a sitcom that takes place up there? Yeah, take a look at Ski School 2 is what you got to look yeah, at. Why can't what, we have Bill Dwyer recapping his old part? <laughs> Starring at, oh my God, would that be sad? And also fantastic. <laughs> that would be great. Ski, ski School 2? Will Sasso. Will Sasso okay. from Mad TV. Sure, sure. And, uh, and the Three Stooges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Dean Cameron. And, and, then, uh, and then Heather Campbell was the female lead. But then nobody knows the rest of them. You know, and then you had Canadians because you shot up. Isn't that so great that Bill even forgets about that kind of stuff? Stuff. Right, like, it's a movie, man. You just, I know, I know. You it just was... phase that stuff out. You're like, ah, uh, <laughs> fucking. That's so going bad. in the the, the comedy <laughs> grave. I'm, I'm hosting a live game show on Saturday night. I don't relive the past glory. <laughs> yeah. I only look. We ahead. should get. Let's. We should revisit that before we start recording. Um, Bill yeah, we... was talking about his game show, and then told our host that he wasn't. <laughs> Allowed to be on the game show while say, about to do I, your show. Yeah, it's like what a poorly, what a poorly like timed. You can't do my show while I'm doing your show. Kind of situation. Right, let's let's split before your defense. Let's point out that it wasn't cleverly disguised as a you can't do it. It was hey Mo, you should come do my show. Murray, you can't do it. Is like that, that I am not. Seven, am I paraphrasing? It was almost like no? multi-camera sitcom quickness. I'm yeah. like, you want to do it? Not so much you, though. Yeah. You know, and you almost heard, like, Paul laughing outside as he was on his way in. It was like a laugh track. But Mo also, when you told him, thanks for being here, Mo was like, well, thanks, and then just realized he had something else better to do. That was that moment. <laughs> he was like, oh, thanks, it's good to be here. He's like, oh, crap, I just forgot to... No, it's funny because we, we were talking before, like, before we started recording, it was like, when I agreed to do this, I was still thinking that you lived pretty close to me because I remember I, we oh, yeah. three years ago we were commuting to a gig together down in Irvine and we were saying it's been so long that when we were doing this like gig Justin Bieber like his poster was on the way down to the gig and we're like who the fuck is that like that <laughs> why is he on a billboard he's nobody and then like you know we were like that's how long ago it was um, which may have been like a year ago, as far as I can tell. But anyways, <laughs> but but then I realized, oh, wait, he actually lives in the middle of fucking nowhere now. What are you talking about? This is such a better neighborhood. It is a nice neighborhood, but yeah, it's, it's not. My, I live in a shitty neighborhood, thus it's not close to this uh, nice neighborhood. Beach living. Beach. Is yeah, that what you call yeah. this? Beach living? Close. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. That's why we moved here. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're right by the airport, man. Yeah, yeah. You got your private plane. You can just jump Yeah, I just was down at the airport today just because. Yeah, because yeah. you can. Regular <laughs> people aren't allowed in there. We can't go in there. Hey, did you see the uh, space shuttle? I mean, did you have a good view of the uh, space shuttle? Uh, we oh, did. you were, or were you in Glendale? I was in Glendale, was but on. the hill. There's a hill right here behind the house that you. you everybody walked up to the top, and oh, it was just. Okay. It was just like right there. I was That's at the Beverly Center, and everybody started running over to the windows. Yeah, like, what the hell's going on? I actually saw it, and it looked like it was just sort of floating across. It flew right over. So I was yeah. over by JPL, so it took oh, nice. a few passes. Yeah, that was it. Was awesome. Yeah, I was on Glendale, so it, it came so, like three yeah, times. So it, was it was pretty so cool. cool. 
Was guy, awesome. uh, guy I went to high school with was the pilot on the last space shuttle that went to like I, space. Oh, oh, oh! I thought he, I thought you were gonna say he was the pilot on the plane. No, that was no, it was that. That's why I'm wondering if he, because he had like the last mission. But it was just funny because that was one of one of my few t- tweets was that he was like flying into space and I was writing jokes at IHOP. <laughs> and we had the same guidance counselor, so oh, something Jesus. went wrong. Yeah, right. was he cool in high school, or what was that? Yeah, guy? he played soccer. He's like, he ended up, he was like a navy like fighter pilot for like ten years, and then oh, he got into man. like, he's more of a pilot than like an astronaut. So mm-hmm. he was like, actually flying the space shuttle, which that's got to be like, there's got to be like nine people that can say they did that, right? Isn't that when crazy? maybe when maybe the, uh, even nine. when the seven forty seven was flying the space shuttle over L.A., I just kept. Waiting for it to crash into uh, the uh, Arco Tower downtown or something. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, it's pop, just plow right into the uh, into the building. You and thought it was some Tom Cruise <gasps> movie. <gasps> Too soon. Oh my god. Too soon. Really? <laughs> I think that's what I thought about when I. Said. I kind of thought. Well, what I said was uh, last time we all ha- were rushed out of a room to watch the space shuttle, it blew up. Oh. Oh right, that was a challenger. Yeah, right? yeah. When I was a kid, man. I think. My mom had some weird connection. I think I had like a cousin or some shit on that. That school teacher died. It was like a long lost cousin or something. Oh, like really? That. I don't know. Even longer lost now. Hey, because hey, she's dead. <laughs> she yeah. has died. Yeah. But she helped this podcast. Yes, yeah, she did. Mo, where'd you get your start? Uh, I started uh, in England, actually. Really? Yeah. I was living with a girlfriend over there after college and uh, started doing some open mics. I was living there for about six months. Were you born in the States? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was born and raised in California, in Northern California. And I started doing, I was like a short story writer and I like mm-hmm. wrote a novel in college. I thought that was going to be like a Hemingway Kerouac type character. Sure, sure. Um, and then I just kind of got sick of nobody reading anything. You can write novels or short stories and no one gives a fuck, you know? <laughs> and so at some point I'm like, let me just try to, all my short stories were kind of like dark and funny. So I was like, man, I'll just try to write jokes. People at least will listen to those. And so I started doing like open mics in London for about six months. And then I actually emailed Arch Barker randomly, who I had just seen on TV and I thought he was really funny. Oh, okay. And I was like, how do you get into comedy? And he was like, move to San Francisco. Don't move to LA until you're good. I was like, all right. So I just moved to San Francisco, and which happened to be like two hours from where I grew up. And uh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, right a, that's pretty interesting advice. Yeah. Move to San Francisco. Yeah. He was like, you don't want to move to LA until you're ready to be seen here. And then I was like, and I, now I think that was really smart. Because my oh, girlfriend yeah. actually is a comedian. She started here, and I just realized how much harder it is to like you know grow and get a place where you can really work out yeah. in this town. Where it's Who's your girlfriend? Kelly Landry. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Where did you know her? No. Oh, sorry. Where did you grow? <laughs> you really didn't know that. I didn't know that. Is she from here? Where's she from? She's from Maine, a place called China, Maine, and I'm from a place called Boonville, California. So we're equally Boonville. What's yeah. that in there? The Tigers. Nothing. No, seriously. Boonville uh, Tigers. Ukiah. Oh, okay. Santa Rosa. Oh, up there. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. Paul's from around that well, area. No, I was a TV sports anchor in Chico, Ooh. California. Oh yeah, that's right. Really? Yeah, I covered Aaron Rodgers in high school. He's the only person that ever came out of there. Really? Aaron Rodgers' brother is a bartender. There was a thing on Yahoo about like famous people's siblings, and his poor fucking brother is like, what? What? That's what he what's, does. What's wrong that's with what the bartender? Whatever. His brother is like Aaron Rodgers, and this guy's like, oh, so do you want rim on? Do you want uh, garlic salt on your uh, fucking well, Bloody Mary? I so they serve. Right. Oh, I thought they served right. food. Everybody, raise your hand who wasn't a bartender. Mo. No, I was a bartender myself, but <laughs> really? my brother's not a superstar quarterback. <laughs> I was a bartender at a bar in San Francisco where Elizabeth Banks was a bartender at before she moved down to L.A. And I remember our bo- my boss was like, mm, yeah. oh, when I was getting ready to move down to L.A., he was 
like, yeah, there's this girl who used to work here, Banksy. Yeah, she moved down there. She's doing okay. And I was like, she's doing better than okay. <laughs> she's doing very well. Do you have any like creepy stories? Because I, I have a friend who's an older guy who's who's an actor who got started in New York, and he used to go uh, visit Tom. Oh, no, what the fuck's his name from Die Hard? Bruce Willis, when he was bartending, and he was selling all the blow for the, like, the Upper East Side. Yeah. Any kind of Elizabeth Banks stories? She wasn't there when I was there. Oh, she okay. Was, okay. Yeah, okay. no, I wish I had that. I had more like uh, uh, Rodrigo and Jose stories oh, and yeah, Octavio yeah. stories. And, Octavio's doing well. Uh, he's yeah. doing real well. He's doing pretty well. I had all these He's these managing guys. the bar now, isn't he, Octavio? <laughs> I had all these Mayan guys. The, yeah, you know, like and they were these like, you know, guys from the Mayan district of Mexico, whatever, you know, they're all these like, like short guys who were like, like really aggressive uh-huh. with all the cooks. And they, and they kind of like were cool with me when I first started working there. They'd all call me Seppo. Hey, Seppo. Hey, Seppo. And I was like, oh, cool, man. These guys are cool with me. And then, like, I was talking to some girl, like, six months later. She's like, that means jerk off in Mayan. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, these motherfuckers. I have the six months. I have the same story. In Mayan. Did you say Mayan? That was Mayan. It's not Mexican. It's not, I mean, not Mexican. It's not Spanish. They, they were speaking some, like, weird fucking Mayan, language. Mayan, yeah. Keeping Mayan. that alive. I have Mayan. the same story. When I, because I worked, when I got out here, I started working in a restaurant, and all the Latinos were calling me this name. I was like, hey, but the, I don't remember what it was. And I was like, cool, man. And I was like, hey, and a high five. And I'm like, hey, but though, but there, whatever. Turns out they're calling me rabbit because of my buck teeth. There you go. <laughs> you little bastards. What a bunch of dicks. Seriously. I'm not going to tip or these guys anymore. Bendejos. It's <laughs> the other thing See, I, I only know a few. I know, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Tango Medio Chiles. That means I'm kind of fucked up. Oh, really? I just know. I lived in, I went to Mexico for like a month. That was my last class. To let me graduate, I played basketball in college, so I didn't care about school really. So they made me a deal: I could go to Mexico instead of a whole semester. I could just go to Mexico for a month and live with the family. What kind of fucking school did you go to? That's like the it's most the amazing deal too. I've ever heard. Chico State. Where'd you go to? No, uh, Binghamton University, and then uh, Cortland State College is where I played. I, I played basketball and I coached there for a year. That's where the Jets do training camp now. Mm. Um, did I just get the three biggest fucking jocks in comedy on this podcast? Not, I not, only look like a jock. I'm actually not it's that funny, good. It's funny, Paul doesn't look like a jock. And he's, he's like one of the, he's like the biggest death. Yeah, he's like a Mo killer basketball on TV, player. And then he's the uh, you're Mo's, the actual play-by-play guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. Guy. I do the uh, yeah. I have Mo of, looks like a jock. I look like oh, a yeah. jock, but that's just uh, that's just to you know who Aaron Rodgers is or whatever his name. I know who Aaron Rodgers is. I guess that that makes you a jock in Los Angeles. It makes you a jock in my house. I don't know who Aaron Rodgers is. I went in back. Oh, that's why you were like, oh, so what is brother bartender? Yeah. You think Aaron Rodgers is a waiter. Like, yeah, you have like, no I idea. Know. I went in for, uh, <laughs> to, uh, my friend called me to write for Best Damn Sports Show. And I'm like, ah, I don't really know that much about sports. He's like, ah, don't worry about it. You know, we don't either. Just write, you know, 10 jokes about Barry Bonds. And I'm like, okay, who does he play for again? Uh, and he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, 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 you're not right for it. I'm like, that's what I was telling you. I'm not right for this job. Well, that's what Bill was kind of an inspiration to me because... I had never thought about doing comedy, but I was a I was a TV sports anchor, but it was so boring. Like yeah. I was, and I just wanted to have fun with it, and I would just pick on. I wouldn't pick on on purpose, but I would just make fun of like, you know, eight year olds playing soccer, which of course their parents are like, all they're doing is the only people watching that that clip are the parents that are videotaping it for their their archives or right, whatever. Right. And so I would just talk about you know how dumb the kids are or whatever. And and I would get in trouble literally every day. They would come in and like you can't <laughs> you can't say that anymore. I used to like it was my sportscast. Like 
So we would do the San Francisco, like San Francisco Giants. Like you had to do all those teams because they're yeah. locals. But I was, I'm from upstate New York and I love the Yankees and the Giants. So I would just do highlights of all the teams that I liked. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> so they would just come in. And like now, obviously it's stupid, but back then I'm like, no, no, this is my five minute thing. I can do whatever I want, right? And they're like, no, you really can't at all. You have to do exactly what we tell you. And you were doing those, uh, what was the uh, the oh EA? the uh, nine eight nine sports? Uh, yeah, he was doing yeah. like the video game sports stuff and like being like an ESPN guy and being funny and stuff. I was like, yeah, that's what I should be doing right there. That guy's funny. Then yeah. he figured it out. Wow. Yeah. Bill Dwyer. I saw Paul's one man show about about. I was his just going to bring that up. Very funny. Uh, tell us about your one man show you've been taking around. Um, well, it was just something that I buried a long time ago after <laughs> I I quit doing. I really. I really didn't want to look back at it, and then I started telling some of the stories, and uh, and we dug up all the clips of me, like, just, you know, because I had to do news stories, too, yeah. so it was like I was doing Daily Show kind of stuff, but on a real station, mm-hmm. you know, I would just make fun of people for going to see a movie that were, you know, like, people were waiting in line to see the Titanic, mm-hmm. I would say, you know, the boat sinks, right? Like, <laughs> I would just say that on a regular TV news station. And uh, that's so funny because when I do like local TV, you know, the promoter show, I feel like I always try to be funny, and they're like, Dish. "Yeah, they pisses so them scared. off. Like yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. want you to veer from the <laughs> teleprompter at all." Yeah, like I just did. Uh, I did a show in my hometown, and they had the PGA Senior Tour was there, and so they have this big concert outside at the golf course, and it was it's train. Like they had Maroon Five last year, so everyone in the whole area. Gets to go like for free. Now listen, as bad as those groups are, they're big groups, for, especially for upstate New York, man. That's like the yeah. one thing to do. And so I'm doing a show that night, so I do like the noontime show, and I'm like, and the concert's outside, and I was like, you can ask the weather girl. It's like severe thunderstorms. It's gonna be flooding tonight. Like, and I'm just playing it up, and they're like, you can't, you can't say that. And I'm like, you know, you can just listen to to their cd from 1999 who doesn't need to see train anyway they got an asian guy who's the real lead singer now they don't have the original lineup i was just making up all the reasons <laughs> and i guess they got like a bunch of calls and emails they're like is that is that true like is it supposed to rain is it supposed to be flooding <laughs> Really so guy? much less funny after you got sued for $50,000. <laughs> well, they still get paid no matter who shows up, I think. <laughs> we, me and Paul have a fun little road oh, story yeah? moment. I, was come, I did a gig in uh, Cape Town for like three weeks, the Cape Town Comedy Festival. Yeah, that's a good festival. Yeah, it was awesome. And I was coming back and I was like jet lagged and I had like an audition. The ne- I hadn't been in LA for three years. You know, I was in Cape Town for three weeks in South Africa and I had an audition for Modern Family the day I landed. And I'm on the flight back from, like, we had flew from Cape Town to Atlanta and then to L.A. or wherever it was, or it was, like, Wisconsin or somewhere. And I'm on the plane. I run into Paul. And I'm like, holy shit. Hey, this is going to be annoying, but uh, I'm in the country three weeks. You run this modern family in the audition on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> so he was going up. We met up by the bathroom on the thing, ran it, and I actually booked it. It, yeah, was, I was, like the, say. it was, like, the first guest star thing I ever actually booked. Did you, you know? did you give him a taste? Did you give him a little I bit? Not actually, Let me wet my beak on that one. <laughs> <laughs> wet his beak, but I, I did giving him a shout. No, out I just right blessed him. What? And uh, wait, what'd you do in Modern Family? It was a little guest star where I got to. Uh, I stole Ed O'Neill's parking space, and then he came up and yelled at me, and I like had to start crying. Oh, because like, oh, you okay, just had right, a baby, right? right? Okay. Uh, my dog had just died. All right. Yeah, but it was so funny. I was like, God, I love comedy. The network opportunities. You can be on a random plane en route from <laughs> South Africa, and someone's like, Hey, I just did a gig in Milwaukee. How about we hang out on the plane? By the way, my <laughs> listeners hate good road stories. 
They hate the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we oh, sucked man. each other's dick and both made the gay mile high club. There you that, go. That's what we want to hear. I don't remember that part. Well, <laughs> well you've well, been drugged at the time. You, you wanted a taste. You got a taste. <laughs> what has happened since uh, since you last been on, Paul? Um, let's see. Well, I just did a. Well, I, I was doing the one man show, which was fun. We did it at the UCB, and I did it in Montreal. Yeah, didn't Toronto, you take it across town, Canada? Bunch of places, and uh, so that was fun. And then I just did a CD with um, Rooftop. So I did. It's my third CD. Paul Morrissey's back, which I didn't really go anywhere, but I think that's funny. <laughs> like the. Uh, <laughs> Because one of the one of the Ferguson appearances I did, I had the same CD for like the first three of them, so I felt weird. So I'm like, well, let's just make up like a fake one, just for him to hold up, you know? Yeah. So like every CD in the '70s is always like the very best of Loving Spoonful or yeah. Volume One or something like that. So I just did like me holding like a rooster and looking away, and it just says the very best of Paul Morrissey Volume Two, and that's so that's what he held up. And so all these people email like, we can't find the CD anywhere. It's like, we just made it up. We were just trying to make something funny. So this one is Paul Morrissey's back, which I didn't really go anywhere, but everyone always, there's always an Elvis's back. Or, sure. Uh, you know. Has that come out yet? Uh, yeah, it just came out on Monday. Yeah, thanks so. for bringing me a copy. Oh, well, I don't have any actual physical copies yet. Went straight to iTunes? Um, well, I'm supposed to get them, but it's all on rooftops. So oh, they right. release it on their site, and then it's on iTunes and all that stuff. So I love yeah. the idea of some like comedian who's like struggling to get their first half hour together, and they see you on first, like this guy's got enough material to warrant <laughs> the best of volume two. Uh, How much material could he have? Well, that's the other funny part. Is like, wow, I didn't even get volume one. <laughs> this guy's got so much great material. <laughs> Amazing. Well, well, it's almost like the Spin Doctors having like a greatest hits volume one. Because it's basically like their first CD. You yeah, know, it's like those groups that had it's, like it's one little hit. Miss can't be wrong nine <laughs> times. Yeah. <laughs> right. What was it like many, starting out in uh, LA? Starting stand up. Oh, it, well, I wasn't. You know, I don't. I don't think I was very good. I, I joined. Uh, I think I tried stand up at the Improv mm-hmm. when they used to have a open mic night, and I got on about one in the morning, and there's about eight people in the audience, including my roommate, and uh, I didn't do that well. So I thought to myself, "Ooh, have." Oh, okay. I got to take a little break from that. <laughs> I got to. Uh, so I joined uh, the worst improv company in LA, the LA Connection. Oh, yeah, yeah, the worst. Yeah, they're uh, awful. Apparently, that's what everybody says. Oh, yeah. But we had Mark DiCarlo in our group and Matt Perry, so we had, oh, cool. we had some good people. Um, and uh, so then I, I did that for a while, and then I ended up getting a job at the improv as a doorman. And then after oh, I heard yeah, six I months that. of that, I was watching all the comics. I was like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I got this. I think I can do this. What year was this? And I still wasn't very good. What year are we looking at? 88? Yeah, yeah. So you missed Sandler, right? What? Didn't Sandler hire like every improv doorman for like a five-year window? No, he um, no, he had an entourage of some guys who uh, Long Island guys, right? What's that? Wasn't it? Long, isn't it Long Island guys? He used to he used to pull I, on. I don't know. I mean, Alan Covert was a guy. Yeah, who, there's uh, five of those guys that are in every Adam Sandler movie, and supposedly they were all doormen at the Improv during. I some think stretch. I think Covert uh, did work at the Improv. Like yeah, the big guy with like the kind of wandering eye, and then there's like two other dudes that. Really? Dante something. Like, supposedly all those guys worked at the Improv. But. My buddy Carl McKeenan's one of those guys. Oh, okay. And he might have been a doorman, but I think they all met in New York, and he just got him a job as oh, a doorman okay. when he was here. Oh, okay. And he looks like Carl Molden. He's always got, like, the the cop in every Who, who were the movie. guys coming up who, when you, like, you say you started in, like, the late 80s, right? Like, 88, 89. Yeah. Who were you, like, 
that guy will instantly be a like you just knew they would be a celebrity, and then where there's some guys who were just like, really okay, so then it happened, you know? Oh, fuck, that's a great question. Who are the? Uh, there's nobody early that you're just like, oh yeah, this guy. I because I can only speak for like I'm coming to San Francisco. There were a few guys who were people were like that guy will blow up, yeah, It'll be huge, and then oh, they didn't. Yeah. And then yeah. there were certain guys, and and it, it was mostly like personality issues or work ethic issues, yeah, and it had nothing to do with their talent, yeah. or they just got their their confidence crushed at one point and their first failure and they couldn't come back from it. And then mm. other guys have made it in my own experience. It's, it's, you never, I don't know. It's interesting. I started with your roommate. I was, I was one of those fucking guys where people were like, this guy's going to make it. <laughs> I, I mean, I literally was one of those guys and, uh, you know, I did okay. You have, look you know, it. I, yeah. I've done okay. Yeah. But, well, if you've been working you're living the rich the man's dream. You're, you're walking around in Pumas with no orange socks. Pants and... Come on, orange pants. <laughs> Doing podcasts uh, at midnight on a shambles, Thursday. My It is not good, man. <laughs> it is not good. I am so fucking trying to figure things out now. Oh my god. I have one of those one of those shows like that. I did when I lived in New York because I started in Northern California, quit the TV job, then moved to New York City because I thought that's what people do. So I just. Did nothing like I did tons of shows, but I didn't do like any real clubs hardly. And so there was a Monday night that um, Ed Helms used to run this Monday night, and he was one of those guys. Is like, hey, you do road work? That's so cool, man. How do I do road work? And what? then like the next year, he's on the Daily Show. <laughs> <laughs> so he ran this Monday night kind of show, and uh, he would literally like tape. Like he, the last email I got from him was like he was apologizing for not sending me the tape that he was supposed to send me and thanking me for being on the show. So like he hosted it. Jim Gaffigan was on it. Judah Friedlander. And there's like one other guy and there's nine people in the audience. And I just think back of that show. I was like, wow, that's a pretty good lineup. Now. Yeah. That is. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Ed Helms thing was like, wow. I mean, he's a super talented guy, but you don't see like that path very often from like, did he do, he like, didn't do stand up though, right? He did stand up. Really? I've never seen his premium blend at one point after he was yeah. already famous. I'm like, Oh, he's actually pretty funny. Like, oh really? Was, I haven't seen it. He did some stand up and then he got like a Doritos commercial, which that he was like, I'm sure that that's how a lot of those guys, like Gaffigan too. He was doing like rolling rock commercials and Saturn mm-hmm. commercials. Those guys made a ton of money on that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then like he was auditioning for the daily show and then, he did that for a few years, and then who sees going on to the office and the hangover and like all yeah. that stuff? So it's like, what a career! You know? <laughs> that happened to me. Uh, my buddy and I think if I've told the story on the show, I apologize to my listeners before, but uh, my buddy Jeff Richards had just come down from San Francisco when I was down here, and he was just begging to get on at the Westwood Brewery and, mm. and just you know, come on, just kind of just get in, you know, just give me five minutes yeah. or whatever, and. Uh, ran into him at an audition after he'd been down here for a year. We were auditioning for a commercial and we, we auditioned together. We had to play professional wrestlers and it was awesome. We were just wrestling through the whole thing and uh, I got called back and he didn't. And, <laughs> and like the, like two weeks later, I'm like, hey man, I got called back to that uh, I called back to that uh, commercial audition, man. I, I noticed you didn't get called back. He's like, no, I did. I just couldn't go because I had to fly to New York. Lauren Michaels flew me out to offer me Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I didn't get the commercial, but I got called back. <laughs> How did uh, that guy was pretty funny on Saturday Night Live too? What uh, Richards what, is great. What happened? Uh, what happened there? What's his face didn't leave. Uh, Daryl Hammond didn't yeah. leave, and they Wait, don't. He, he they don't started need... San Francisco. Jeff Richards. Yeah, I think he came down from Northern California. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's from Dublin. You know where that is? Oh yeah, yeah, East Bay. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I think they brought him on as a, uh, as you know, he's an impressionist, and he does really good impressions, like 
obscure, not like, you know, yeah. Jack Nicholson or anything. And uh, I Louis think... Louis Anderson. He's got a great Louis Anderson. Really? Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, Louis used to take him on the road. <laughs> and I just... And then Daryl Hammond didn't leave. Family Feud is like, what? Just turn over the category so we can see. See, but that's where it's in his bones. Bill is a game show... Host. Oh, yeah. Like, anytime anybody, he's still like that fucking Bob Barker. Who does he think he is? I would never say that about Bob is Barker. There, is there one that's like your luminary? Do you have like a group of those guys that are like, that's I love what Bob I'm, Eubanks. Eubanks? Oh, he's yeah. the Bob quintessential, Eubanks isn't he? He's what? the quintessential game he's, show host, he's right? He's like uh, Clint Eastwood's, you know, cooler, younger brother, yeah, Bob yeah. Bob Eubanks. I remember this guy I knew in San Francisco used to come into the bar and he claims he was this real good looking, like tall, kind of like. 45 year old guy looked like real like mainstream kind of dude and he told me that he was it was down to him and whoever got whoever that guy is Pat Sajak I guess yeah, who yeah. got Wheel of Fortune he said he remembers being at the test with him really and that guy got it and then he was like just kind of like fuck this how nah. am I going to go back out there after I just lost the dream job and he like moved out of it well LA. you know Chuck Woolery did Wheel of Fortune before Pat oh, yeah, I didn't know that yeah when it was on daytime it was Chuck Woolery because I remember I was a kid and I'd watch him and he'd go, spin that sucker. It's <laughs> the weirdest thing. Spin that sucker. Now, um, Love the, connection. Chuck and we don't, have to, we don't have to talk about this if you don't want to. Um, I can edit this part out. Um, I can kind of talk about anything, I, I think. Right. You know. Now, I heard... I've lived, a, I've lived so many lies in my life that now I might Bill as well start admitting to Bill is going to be like the next Drew Carey. You're going you're gonna to end up... Your, your fallback is going to be like hosting the biggest game show. Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about because I had heard, and I never actually talked to you about this, but I heard you're on the short list for Price is Right. I don't know if I was on the short list, but I went in there. Oh, okay. I, I went in there when they were, uh, when they were looking for guys. Mm-hmm. But my buddy, and they were... And they were and they said I did a real nice job, and I know I did. Yeah, yeah. But my buddy, uh, Mark Wahlberg, not Marky Mark, but right. Mark Wahlberg, who hosts... Uh, Antiques Roadshow. Right. He said he walked out to the parking lot, and they were calling him on the phone. Like, they were already calling. Like, he was, like, there. He was, like, you know, he was, like, right there. And he is. He's a really funny, engaging guy, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I didn't get that parking lot call. Oh, and I then thought, they, oh. And then they went with Drew Carey. Oh. So, uh, you know you do a lot of, Have you done a lot of hosting and stuff? Yeah, he's... he's yeah, yeah, but not not much lately. Well, let me ask you this, because I, mean, I, I got to host this show, Attack of the Show, on, on G4 the other yeah. day for like oh, a yeah. week, and it was like a live hosting show. And G4 is going away now, isn't it? They're trying to figure out what they're going to do with it. Yeah. yeah. But How does that go away? What they're the, not, they're the not making any money, man. Same no, they've thing. lost money, apparently, the last two years. Same thing happened to... Uh, I was working over at Fuel TV. Same thing happened, man. Really? <laughs> Straight down so the down. So do you feel like there's a lot to like because there's all these hosting classes had my roommates in a hosting class on this do you think there's like a lot to learn about how to be a good host or is it like do you have a good personality and that's pretty much i think it's more of do you have a good personality and do you and you have certain basic skills that you can go beyond you know i mean can you read a teleprompter can you appear natural and that kind of thing you know and then What's your extra stuff? Are you super funny? Are you super good looking? You know, right. what, do you, what do you got? You know, what, I, do you, what do you what do you really got? Right, because I did it for like a week, and, and I kind of I never tried. I never wanted to be a host, anything like that. I was always a guy like I was a comedian. I've always been like I want to be on a sitcom. I want to create my. I don't want to be yeah. like I don't even want to be Jay Leno. Yeah. But after doing this for a week, I was like, this is actually a lot of fun, man. I would love to do this, but I felt like I was able to pick up basically every skill that you need to be a host enough in like five times doing it and I was like if I had a better personality if I was better looking and this and that then I could maybe be like phenomenal but there wasn't a lot of like technique that I was like if you took a class in hosting I feel like after a day or and a half you'd be like well I get it yeah. hopefully I'm good at this naturally <laughs> yeah I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the hosting class would be you know <laughs> 
I don't know what they would. Uh, it's Mike, not that hard to read a teleprompter. Mike you know, like, technique. I actually, I just agree. For some people, I guess it is, but um, apparently, it is hard for some people. Mo, yeah. Mo, Mo's talent is teleprompter. <laughs> apparently, I, I love reading a teleprompter. I'm surprised you didn't bring. Too, yeah. Surprised you didn't bring that into Bill's introduction. Hello. <laughs> uh, no, because I've seen we've had like shows I've been on, and we you know we'd narrow it down to a few hosts. You get some people on there with a teleprompter, man, and they just when I did last comic standing, it. Anthony Clark was not good with a teleprompter. Oh, that's right, he wasn't. Well, he I was not, and I like Anthony. Yeah, but Colin Quinn too was another guy where really like Saturday Night Live. He he's great. Like you saw his one man show is fantastic. Oh, it's but I just amazing. think when people write out jokes for him to read it's really? not necessarily in his voice yeah and that's what you learn when especially just doing the news like i was so much better a writer than i was a reader really so i would write my introductions and then i would just sound so stiff you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. and then i'm like all right i gotta and it actually helped me with comedy because it's like the brevity of the words and then yeah talk you know writing in your own voice is so important you know, especially in comedy. So Colin Quinn did suck at that. Now I think about uh, oh, tough crowd. Awful. He he would always have the worst like intro outro jokes before you get in. He'd be like, yeah. and here's something really stiff. Here's like, oh, here's the why the fuck that was as good. And then he would be like super funny in the interviews and with the comedians. But then he's like his little jokes were just always fall. Well, the problem was is like he he, could, he couldn't work a teleprompter. He 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 he's not very. Did you work on that show? Articulate? No, no. This oh. is my theory. Uh, I should preface that this is just my opinion. <laughs> he couldn't articulate. He couldn't read a teleprompter, and he couldn't wrangle for comedians, which is kind of like herding ducks. I do it every week. Yeah. But yeah, you know yeah. when you get like Patrice O'Neill and mm-hmm. Pat and all those guys and Nick DiPaolo who all came up together, not Pat, but like Nick and those guys, yeah. all going at each other's throat, man, you can't, you well, I mean, can't Nick stop is, that. Or, uh, Colin is kind of the godfather of, I mean, those guys all definitely respect him. Oh, but, yeah. But I think like he's one of those guys, he's such a unique voice that he's the guy that has to write. So if somebody's writing him a transition, it's not going to sound like... Colin, like yeah, he's, yeah. he's got to write the whole thing himself. But man, you know? I wish there was a tough crowd for comedy now because I learned like I think I was like in high school. I would remember doing my homework while watching like those that show, and I was like, oh my god, now I love Jim Norton, now I love yeah. Patrice O'Neill, now I love all these guys, and I never heard of them before, and I was like, I've been a fan ever since. Mm-hmm. And there isn't for that kind of comedy, like the kind of comedy that like I really feel like I was influenced by. There isn't that show now. For, yeah, yeah, I like the yeah that Lucy Goosey on that show was always really good. Just everyone kind of you know just a bunch of guys horsing around. That's what yeah. it always seemed like. Oh, I'm sorry, there is that show. It's called Byron Allen's Unleashed. It's um, <laughs> that show if it had its dick cut off. Byron and... Allen's very leashed. Yes, <laughs> short leashed. Well, they had one pilot this summer. The uh, Tom Papa hosted it. And it was Bill Burr, Daniel Tosh. It was. Um, uh, Robert Morton yeah, from was Letterman, that? yeah, and uh, and that was kind of I think that for TBS, right? Yeah, that would have been it. Uh, no, I went to the pilot. And I was like, man, this is it's good. This oh, okay. would be really good for comics, you know. And uh, yeah, they didn't pick it up. I guess they went more because it seems like they picked up a lot of sitcoms. Yeah, Tom Papa, just... if you're listening, man. Come on the show. I've been trying to get him on for oh, a while. I just work with him this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, give me his email before okay. we leave. Tom well, he's Papa. in New York now, so. Uh, Oh, I'm yeah. going back to New. Oh, uh, hey, listeners, I'm going back to New York for three months in January. So we'll be there'll be more shows coming up in New York and more uh, podcasts from more New York comics. All but right. more on that later. Went to New York earlier this year for three months. Yeah, I remember that. How was it? Sucked ass. Oh, yeah. It was so bad, man. Why? Well, I, I went there. I, I took three months off because we had a baby, and I was a stay-at-home dad in New York. Yeah, commit, bro. Which I thought was awesome. Was going to be <laughs> awesome, but it was. A drag being in New York. A baby in New York City? Come on. That sounds like 
fun written all over. So, are you the inspiration for that show, Guys with Kids That's on NBC Pussy Central? Man, come on! <laughs> oh, let me tell you, the you park strap was... that baby on your dick. That's Pussy Central. <laughs> That's actually what we wanted to call him, but we went with Frank. <laughs> Where are, you, are you heading out on the road much these days, Bill? You get so much pussy when you got a walking around with a you baby so? on I your shoulder. Uh, I, if you strap it to your dick, though, you're right. Chicks cannot. Maybe that's what I'm Chicks doing. Chicks go fucking crazy. I'm, I'm leaving a... it in a carriage. Maybe I should slap it to my wang. There's like a thing you buy at IKEA where uh, you know your baby is in a harness, but it's attached to your dick. <laughs> It's like a Dick Bjorn. And then you walk her, yeah. Wait, wasn't Dick Bjorn a uh, TV host in the 70s? Dick Bjorn, yeah. yeah. He came over from Sweden. Dick Bjorn yeah, is uh, the host to ya. <laughs> and we just lost my mom listening to the show. Right. <laughs> Are you heading out much? I haven't... Uh, uh, doing a lot yeah, of a little sh- bit. Uh, I'm, doing, uh, I'm doing Appleton in, uh, in a couple of weeks. Skyline? And, uh, Acme coming up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Who are you at Acme with? I don't know some dipshit. Oh, you feature? don't bring. Any- I don't know. <laughs> you don't. Br- you don't bring anybody with you. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't. I'm not making enough to yeah. bring my future. Maybe I will. I don't know. Acme's great. Paul's a headliner now. Me and Billy used to work a lot in oh, Northern yeah? California. He can't drive well at night, so we always had to stay within a few hundred I, yards I, from each other. I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> Well, you and I were driving home one night. Is that Didn't the we... line he gave you to crash in your hotel room? Yeah. <laughs> I don't drive well at night. Paul. You don't mind if I just curl up in here, dude, and snuggle in. You don't. Oh. You don't mind if I strap this I baby can't really to my dick? See, are these two pillows, Paul? <laughs> you said you can oh, see me Paul. driving. <laughs> I got, yeah, I get a weird voice like late at night when I'm, only when I'm working with Paul. Oh, hello, Paul. I've, I've got some Gilby's gin here. I can't. <laughs> Finish it all. The bottle's plastic, so we don't have to worry about breaking. Oh, I'm sorry. Is my hand in your pants? I'm sorry, no, it's Paul. that. I can't see very well. The real question is: You're going to Skyline. Uh, are you going to clean up the condo, which, or are you going to make the owner's mom do it? The condo. <laughs> whatever. Mom, yes. he, he gives you the lecture. What's his name? I love that guy. Cliff. Cliff. Yeah, he goes, yeah. So no, if you don't clean it, just so you know, my mom's going to have to clean it. So you know, it'd be yeah. nice if you clean it. You're like, well, fucking make your mom clean it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's, well, it's your fault if you want to make your mom be your maid. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do shit. Why don't you clean it? Yeah. Right? What the fuck? I don't want your mom get to fucking break at this <laughs> yeah, point in her life. What that? It's bad enough you use your your her house for your club. Yeah, how about she doesn't get to clean up the shame that goes on in this condo for three days every week? I love that condo because there's like a stack of old VHS tapes. Yeah. Like, so if you want to watch Ski School 2, call back. You got it on VHS. <laughs> Do you guys clean the condo after you leave? Fuck no. I no, but I don't. I don't make much of a yeah, mess. Yeah, I in try the not con- to make. I, I'll wash my dishes. I mean, I'm not going to be a pig. I don't. Right. I don't want any. Anyway, it's always someone's. It's always someone's relative, too. It's yeah. not just Cliff's mom, but it's always, oh, my aunt comes in here, my cousin comes in here. <laughs> or so one of the busboys at the club. I always feel bad at one of the busboys no, at the club. I, I feel the opposite. I feel like I'm not going to do anything I wouldn't do in a hotel room because I'm already angry that I'm not in a hotel room. So oh, okay. I don't want to then also do extra shit. You know, like this whole cleaning the condo thing can be remedied if you put me in a fucking hotel instead of this con- the condo where I got to sleep in a pile of Sam Tripoli's cum from 1993 or every other comic that's come through here. You know what I mean? Like it's just, uh, ugh, 
Except triplet. for the Denver Comedy Works. That's a nice condo because it's like yeah. it's like legit like a nice yeah, building. But, but see, nah, that's weird. That's like you got a bed. It's like when you walk in, there's the bed. Yeah, the there, is, there is there is that element. It's, that is it's a small and it's and it's made up. It's like uh, it's like Superfly's condo. It's got like <laughs> black sheets on the bed and silver pillows and that, that place is weird. But see, they ended up putting me in the worst hotel i've stayed at it was an extended stay which at first you think oh this is good but then you realize it's like people that are down and out like there it's like everyone's got their trailer like there was direct tv dishes on cinder blocks because these people are just camped out there for months really yeah it was at works did that why were they yeah there? it was it really? was the one that that was like down down not in the downtown one but the one in the suburbs oh i haven't done that one yet. well there's there's nothing i don't think there was anything worse than the uh the san antonio places when you did uh when you did that san antonio room and they they put you up they had the headliners uh they had the headliners apartment and then they had the features apartment oh I didn't and say the that. features apartment had like a you know it was almost a murphy bed but you know there's like no room <laughs> your bed was halfway in the kitchen you know like you'd make coffee and then you could sit on the edge of your bed while you know while your water boiled well the the shittiest one was <laughs> that's the, all uh... you had there wasn't a chair you know there's a tv somewhere off to the right always, just to annoy you, <laughs> so you couldn't lay in bed and it just watch it. It makes such a difference on your sanity when you, to get through like a like a week if your hotel sucks or if it's good. It's it's so funny. Everything it's like the comedy. All you do, what you should do, is treat your comics well, and everyone gets a good show. The yeah. minute they start in with. Look, yeah, yeah, we're gonna give you seventeen percent off uh, your food, yeah, okay? Yeah. I can't give you any more, all right? Because some guy ate all the fries last week. <laughs> Are we talking fuck? about Just John Fox? Uh, oh. <laughs> oh no, this is <laughs> the, the comedy, comics menu. The fucking Seattle Underground. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, he's dead now, right? <laughs> no, no, that's the different John oh, Fox. Oh, oh which John? Although I once featured for the d- dead John Fox, the Seattle Underground, and I remember went up there and the crowd was like heckling, yeah. you know, heckling you, heckling me. I was really getting fucked up by the crowd, but I was doing all right. But they were just like. I'm really, and as I'm getting off stage, he goes, the first show, he goes, all right, kid, now I'll show you how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to like 15 minutes and be like, listen, if you guys aren't going to listen to the show, I'll just leave. By the end of the week, I was headlining. Really? No. He fucking really? bailed. He played it off like he was like being cool, like yeah. let me spread my wings, but yeah. it was like, uh, he, it was, you know, whatever. Yeah, well, I did. I did brutal. one of the worst weeks with him. I he was cool story. after that, like, but he was just like a guy. I think my cousin. Well, what? So he was. He couldn't handle the crowd no, either. Maybe huh? he didn't really seem to give a fuck. Like he was. He was yeah. he, he, but he couldn't that night. No, he, he was out of his gourd. But I remember my cousin went to the show and she was like. You were good, but uh, that last guy, he just seems like he's like literally dead. Like he just seems like he's dead. Well, he inside. can do that act. Like yeah, you should see him this yeah. weekend. Bulletproof. You know? <laughs> no, <laughs> John Fox, God rest your soul. He's come up a lot over uh, the last couple of months on this show. Um, before, Has he? Yeah, yeah. His name's come up a lot, man. You can't. Uh, I, had, I had some kind of a joke about God rest your soul. I, I was thinking of a joke about that. Or what, you know. We'll come back to you. God yeah. rest your soul. Do you want to email it in or something? You want to come back I, I next week? Know, something about. Now that you know where the place what's is. What's God, I mean, what's he going to do with your soul? You know, if it's, <laughs> if it's not resting, you know, God work out your soul. Yeah. <laughs> you, get you get up to heaven, he God. puts all your souls in a little yeah. hamster wheel. Yeah, God get your soul pumping. <laughs> Boy, the worst, did you ever stay in the condo, the side splitters, the one in, it's in like Tampa, Florida? <laughs> yeah. And the, the owner has like the worst toupee in the business and he wears a hat all the time. And so 
me and uh, it was Michael Jr. It's this religious. Oh, cr- yeah, and one of the top. Funny. And well, very funny, but even he's like, this place is a nightmare. I can't believe yeah. we're like staying in this because it was the same thing. You stay in a bed in the in the living well, room. Well, yeah, because yeah, because the headliner had a room and Bobby Jewell, the owner, had his own room. Well, yeah, so that was the secret part is we didn't know that, so we're just trash like this club fucking sucks. Can you believe this shit? And then all of a sudden, the owner comes out of the back room. Like, uh, he's living there with you. Yeah. We had no idea. We we're like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> when I, uh, when the I stayed place. there, uh, I don't know, this was five, six years ago. He was out of town that weekend, right? He was actually nice enough to let me use his car, right? Mm-hmm. Thank God, because the condo's near nothing, right. you know? And they always tell you, oh, it's just a just a little walk to the club in Flor- in Tampa, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and it's a good whatever mile and a half. I don't, you know, your sweat pouring, you know. Tammy, they made trail. you walk a mile and a half. I don't know. I had I had his Cadillac, so I didn't have to. But I, I don't know what the fuck they do. But uh, yeah, when I was uh, I was in Pittsburgh this weekend, and the club was across the street from the hotel, and I would make to pick me up just because <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't even. I just had a principal. I was on free agent. <laughs> motherfucker no just like out of principle I'm like i'm not walk i don't want anyone driving to the gig and seeing the guy they're going to see like trying to cross the street Pumping. in front of them like it just it's just embarrassing like let's keep a little dignity to this they already bought their tickets on groupon for 12 12 tickets for one they can use it anytime throughout the next 20 years like let's at least keep a little dignity to the thing i, I actually agree with that i i do not think that's a uh i don't think that's a premium By the way, if anyone's wondering what comedy's like on the road i was in pittsburgh for four days and i went to the movies to the alone three times <laughs> by the end i was watching judge dread 3d like i'd oh, yeah. gone through every movie title oh yeah now so that, I, now I, that sometimes they... i feel bad going to a movie because i think i should be you know like working on my act or something or working out you know and and then i you know then you just end up not doing anything you well, know well, the funniest thing is like we think that that's sad but then like jerry seinfeld has his own plane, will fly to a city and then rent the movie theater in order to watch it by himself. So what's more sad? No, he does that? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. he doesn't. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he likes the movies. That's what I think my do. life is more sad because I couldn't well, even course, afford yeah. popcorn. I was kind of being, <laughs> being sarcastic. But he doesn't take I anybody with him? Well, his openers, yeah. So you just go with the comic that... Him I mean, and, that's what... You didn't go with your openers or were they just like... Him and Tom I, Papa. Yeah, that's what we went and saw The Master. Oh, you uh, you uh, you went. You were with uh, Seinfeld in the empty. No, 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 no. Oh. no. But that's what he like. I was saying Tom Papa because Tom used to. No, yeah, him. Tom opens. Yeah, those yeah. guys. Or Mario Joyner. Yeah, or Chuck Martin or Larry Miller. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's basically like you're you're on the road with your friends. So that's what you still do. You know, twenty or two hundred million dollars later, it's like ah, you go to the movies, you go to the diner. I remember uh, when somebody <laughs> told me uh, the road is where. Uh, the headliner, uh, where the opener and the feature go to the mall and watch the headliner buy things. <laughs> oh, man. I remember being with Joe Coy, right, when he was, like, really popping. And, like, we went. It was me, Jason Collins, and Joe Coy. And I was featuring for him in Sacramento. And it was, like, every – I mean, Joe was super cool. So he would yeah. buy us all lunch, and we went to strip clubs and, you know, all kinds of stuff, and he would be paying for everything. But, like, during the week, I'm like – how are you going to take home all these shirts and shoes and shit? <laughs> like, why do you need all these clothes? And like, every like, night, and he's a clothes horse. Too, he's a man. huge clothes horse. But I was like, did you, do you not have any clothes? In your, did you come here with an empty suitcase? Like, uh, really? That was ridiculous. Does he, make, does he make the wait staff wear his shirts or do they do it voluntarily? I think he gives them all shirts. 
Yeah. So they just wear it. All right. Oh, that's I, a good idea. He, yeah. Joe Coy is one of the first headliners that I ever worked with who were like literally picked up the bill for everything I was ever around. Really? Doing. I was like, David Tell did that also. Yeah. That David is an Tell awesome is, thing. That is a good guy. That is a good guy. I always thought it was weird because whenever I work with Joe, he's the waitresses aren't allowed to drop the checks until he says so. Oh, really? You know, which I kind of like, I understand, but I kind of think is kind of douchey but no, i understand i'm not at all I, I i'm an all respect to the performer guy like yeah if, i mean if I, I ever got to that point where i could say anything i'm gonna say it because i feel like we've all sucked so much dick yeah. getting up in this business but what is he uh, i mean what is he stand up i mean does he go okay you can drop checks now yeah, I mean, yeah is that yeah. or is there some sort of a no there's no there's signal. no there's no secret code or anything no. and, and there's and, completely no reason why you well, there can't should be drop checks at the end of the show that's what they do at appleton it's they do great it man and you know well they've trained the audience so that they know that you know yeah. but what is it what does it do to not oh you need an extra three minutes for somebody to fill out the credit card while the show isn't going on yeah like, yeah, yeah. You know, do they get do a do make the mc do a drawing or something it's after like the thing you know God, do their bill worse. in the middle of dinner like you do it at the end right? yeah right Let them yeah. Eat first. Yeah. yeah yeah and it's and it's not that crazy yeah you've, you've got everything all set up you know give them the check i'll tell you the word i was at uh at club the other day and after the show an open mic it just rolled into an open mic oh, and yeah. it was they really depressing because and... so many of the crowd members just stayed for that I'm like oh so they will watch anything like it has nothing to do with me <laughs> yeah it has nothing to do with yeah. me being on stage and they were laughing just as hard as the open micers <laughs> but that would make you quick comedy that's that Seattle place which is a great club but like the headliner gets done and literally there's a minute in between him and like an open micer. Yeah. Which which, which channel like, place? Laughs? The parlor. The parlor. Oh, the parlor is one of the best new clubs in the country. Like yeah. they treat you like a king. Do they like, really? Yeah. It's awesome. It's the club is great. I have zero complaints about that place. And if anyone's listening, I want to be back there. <laughs> um, when were you there? I was there maybe like five months ago. But there is that <sighs> open mic thing where you're kinda like, oh, I'm not special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's got to be the worst like deterrent to like go up after like some great headliner and you're just starting. Like you just got your 5 minutes together and you're like, "Oh, okay. I guess I'm not as good as that guy." Well, it's well, going to be a while. So how does that work? Do you were you able to merch? I mean, what, if everybody stays, you can't sell anything at the end yeah, or no, they like, you know, so a lot of people left, but like I'd say like a good 50% of them oh, okay. stuck around for at least one more comic or sure, they sure. have like another drink or whatever. Yeah, know, that makes sense. I think uh, I think some people love the the brutality that is a uh, an open mic for God's <laughs> sake. It's fun. It wasn't every show. It's just like it's just like the Thursday yeah, yeah, yeah. show. Oh, okay. Right. I think, oh, like, Thursday. Okay. Fuck your, and a lot of people are alcoholics, so they just like keep drinking. They, yeah, they, they like did to that in Tulsa, 14, and we uh, we took mushrooms after the show, so they were kicking in as we were watching the open mics, and it was great, man. <laughs> <laughs> there was some guy up on there, uh, the rooster. Uh, he was a uh, he was up he was up on stage and just you can't kill the rooster, man. He's terrible. He was Wait, terrible. Darren Carter? Yeah. Darren huh? Carter? No, no, no. Oh. He, no, he was, an, he was a local Tulsa guy. He oh, was okay. doing the open mic, the rooster. The rooster, the rooster. <laughs> I, I, that's all I remember about Zach. The rooster, the rooster. And then, like, uh, you know, he's got five minutes. And then, like, the last 30 seconds, he's like, he goes, uh, so uh, if any of uh, y'all out there are, uh, are agents or managers, remember, it's the rooster. <laughs> <laughs> And I just—that's what I thought. I thought, yeah, that's that's what it is. That's what everyone's coming to. There's a lot of agents and managers here in Tulsa. In Tulsa, looking for the rooster. I mean, certainly, there's got to be local guys. That reminds <laughs> me of that classic story of Ari Emanuel getting back from a trip to Tulsa and being like, "Does anyone know who that comic is out in Tulsa? He's a red-haired guy. I can't the 
the hawk. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And it was like, you mean the rooster? Like, that's the guy. And that's the story of Mark Wahlberg's career. <laughs> hey, before we uh, before we start wrapping things up. Uh, uh, oh, awesome. That was quick. Yeah, yeah. A, a couple things. First of all, uh, thanks. I, I really appreciate everybody listens. And, and um, I, I want to emphasize... And I appreciate people writing great reviews. I've been getting four and a half, five stars on it. Not bragging, Bill. Give them what, five where, stars. Who gives four and a half? That's a on, uh, on what? On, on iTunes. On oh, iTunes okay. reviews. Okay. Um, uh, but like the Facebook page because um, I have all the information. I'll be putting up sets from Mo and Paul and Bill up there and where you can see them and, and links to this. But like the Facebook page because I also let you know what's going on with the show. I'm talking to you, Jarhead. Uh, I believe is your name or Nutty. I don't know what it is. Uh, he's a new guy who, who goes on iTunes. We had death Jar in the family. Or nutty. It's got something to do with peanut butter. Rooster? Yeah. No, it's not Rooster. We had a death in the family a month ago, and I had to take two weeks off. And so I put it on the Facebook page and uh, it said, hey, listen, you know, we have something's family, so we're going to be taking two weeks off. We have to deal with that. Jarhead or Nutty, I think it's Nutty, gets on there. It's like, hey, this is a great show. Uh, you haven't done one since August 12th or whatever. When's the next one? And like, all right. So I did it. And I'm like, so I said, so I said, Nutty, we're back. You know, we had a death in the family, whatever. Had to go take care of uh, the aftermath of a death in the family, Bill, which you know about. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nutty pops up again. Whoa, where's the show? <laughs> where's the show? You haven't done one since September 14th. So Nutty, like the Facebook page, buddy. Like the Facebook page. You'll find out when, uh, when, when we're down and when we're up. But I appreciate the five stars, though. So keep them coming. And Nutty, if you want to write a good review instead of the last date, I did a show. I'll send you a t-shirt. What do you think about that? Uh, write a good review, Nutty. Send you a t-shirt. Uh, hit me up on Facebook. Uh, give me your address, and I'll send that out. Everybody here gets a t-shirt. Let's All right. T-shirt. All right. Look at that. It, it sounds like Nutty's kind of being rewarded for absent-minded or bad behavior. Yeah. He's oh, I don't think it's bad behavior, Nutty. I don't think he's you're... Just, you think he's... Uh, it's a little motivational. It's a little motivation. You like know what? Like... I am Nutty. Can I reveal that now? <laughs> Are I, you I'm Nutty? nutty. Yeah. Can I ever say either Nutty or Jarhead is really pissed off right now? <laughs> I know. Being dragged into this. <laughs> well, <laughs> one of them is like, I have done nothing wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, what? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The other one. I couldn't. I don't know how. I don't know if, if the subject line was Nutty and his name was Jarhead, or if the subject line was Jarhead and his name was Nutty. Anyway, Nutty, you're my favorite listener. You're my listener of the week. How's that, uh, Paul? Jarhead, go fuck yourself. Yeah, Jarhead can suck it. <laughs> Jarhead, you hey, served look. your country well, Jarhead. <laughs> Oh, um, the, roost, the rooster, the rooster. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, it's good to be back, though. We did take a couple of weeks off, so it's good to be back. And thank you to all the listeners who had kind words, unlike you, Nutty or Jarhead. Uh, Paul, where are we going to see you next? See me. Well, we have the new CD, Paul Morrissey's back. Also, a new podcast just launched. What? The Alley Oop podcast with Paul Morrissey. Is it all about basketball? We got a... Uh, well, we'll do some sports. Or is it all about stories? the classic cartoon? <laughs> is Murray allowed on your show? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if, as long as uh, you have stories about... Well, no, it doesn't necessarily have to be a sports story. That's not a yes. That's <laughs> you no, are that's a yes. One, you are one half for two. Well, well, we already know that he can't. He doesn't know anything about sports. He yeah, just yeah, asked so. if Barry Bonds was a baseball player. Yeah, I so, if it's a sports one, I can't. We I'm had sorry. a Jerry Bednob from the forty-year-old version, Larry Miller. Oh we'll yeah. Get these gentlemen on hopefully awesome. at some point. So yeah, Ali Oop podcast. Or is it about the 1950s song? Wasn't there a 1950s well, song? Well, that's which is also background based on music. The, uh, yeah, that should be. So yeah, all that stuff on paulhasawebsite.com. Awesome, awesome. Thanks for having me, man. Of course, I'm glad you're back, Mo. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to be at uh, Stanford and Sons next week good in one. Kansas City. That's, That's a good club. That is a good club. Crazy, quirky road gigs. Uh, that'll be my fourth time there. And then I'll be at uh, the Denver Comedy Works um, the 15th through the 17th of November. And I'll be at Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale the 8th through the 10th of November. I'll be All at Chelsea Lately on Wednesday, if anyone wants. Right. Uh, that would be this Wednesday. This is going up on Monday, so it'll be this Wednesday. This is going up on Monday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. The 10th, I think, yeah. Yeah, so great. then I am at uh, I'm in Appleton at the Skyline Comedy Club October 18th, 19th, and 20th. Yeah. Awesome. Excellent. Yeah. Peen on a rug that Cliff's mom will have to soak <laughs> yeah, up with a yeah. rag she wove during the Depression. Go to the Houdini <laughs> Museum. Check out our Hall of Stains. <laughs> You'll love the one-legged ironing board. I will be uh, locally for uh, through the holidays because of this gig, so you can check out my website for dates, usually at the Improvs or the Ice House, uh, and the L.A. Podcast Festival, October 12th through 14th All over right. here in Santa Monica. I'm going to be guest hosting the Dork Forest with Jackie Cation. Uh, Mark Marin's podcast will be there. Comedy film nerds. Um, who else? Uh, Jimmy Pardo, Pat Francis doing uh, doing uh, Never Not Funny. Uh, all those guys are going to be there. It's a weekend. Uh, tickets are still available. Um, the Dork Force I'm doing with Jackie. We have our guest is Paul Edelstein, who's on um, Private Practice. Plays Cooper on Private Practice. So uh, all the all the mothers who listen to my show and watch that show should come out and see that. That one came uh, out of nowhere. I was like, uh, which sci-fi? Oh, private practice. Yeah, okay, okay, good, good, good. Yeah, all right, get the uh, guy from Grace. <laughs> he, he's doing Pardos. Um, awesome, guys. Thank you so much for coming out. Uh, I appreciate it. Thanks it for was a lot of fun. And Bill Dwyer Ross. had a great time. Excellent. Mo Mandel loves Bill Dwyer's intro. Almore <laughs> <laughs> should go watch Ski School 2 on Netflix. <laughs> Murray? Hook it up with uh, Mo Mandel down in Irvine again. All right. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. Thank you so much. 